Yeah, man, it's Worldwide Sounds Records own DJ Chase, man. The pregame party mix podcast. You're rocking out the Rush Hour party mix on Connecticut's own Smackham Radio, and we got the we got the one and only Mitchell Bailey in the building, artist extraordinaire, uh, Canada representative. How you doing, brother? Whoa, bro! What a great introduction that was. <laughs> good, Ain't nothing, man. I am just chilling, chilling, making sure everything sounds good, making sure everything sounds great for the fans, for the supporters, man. How you doing during this COVID crisis stuff going on? It's crazy, man. Honestly, I think I'm at a point now where, uh, you know, obviously I will just release the COVID-19 single, so, you know, I'm keeping it uh, on brand that, you know, to talk about it a bit, but uh, I feel like I'm, I'm used to it now, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, definitely becoming normalized. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. You're you're right out of New York, right? And it's, it's still terrible there. Like it was about a month ago. It's a mix of both. It depends on how you look at it, though. It's like because right. there's nobody outside, so you know people are just trying to make the best of it and getting cabin fever. So it's really just how you look at it, you know. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's probably it's not at its peak anymore as it was. I know, like about a month ago. But mm-hmm. uh, I feel like, yeah, like I feel like I'm, I'm kind of I, I'm following it a little bit less in the news now. But about mm-hmm. a month ago, I was like every day I would check to see how many cases there were in Nova Scotia where I live here in Canada, and like how many deaths. And I'm like, oh, like it's just you know it completely consumes you if you're like mm-hmm. totally keeping up to date with everything. It's impossible to be super up to date. But uh, I just kind of just accepted the reality of things right now and I'm just trying to make the most of it really yeah man you have to you have to because I know they closed the borders from anybody because I definitely was trying to escape so they closed the border to Canada yeah they closed the border <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's crazy so is it um, like, is <laughs> it... Like, now you gotta stay here <laughs> yeah exactly exactly alright man so you know first for the people who are just now tuning in man you are a rapper correct that is, that's, yeah, that's my title. You can say that. Rapper, hip-hop artist, performer, songwriter, human. <laughs> human. All right. <laughs> word, word, word. <laughs> nah, man, so how does it feel being from Nova Scotia? You don't hear a lot of, well, especially in the States, because we're kind of uh, elitists in a way, so we don't really pay attention to anybody that doesn't come from my neighborhood. So how does it feel being oh, an yeah, artist? Yeah, how fine. does it feel being an artist from Nova Scotia? Uh, Nova Scotia? Um, it feels good, man. I mean, I, I think that on a, on a more like global scale, like mm-hmm. as I progress and I develop my audience through, you know, uh, like social media and I, and I, and I travel a little bit as well. Like I've done shows, like even in November, I did a, a headline to showcase down in Dallas. And anytime I ever go and perform down in the States, like, you know, it's, uh, it, I find it's kind of unique to be from Canada and not necessarily be from like Toronto, you know, cause yeah, yeah, yeah. like Canada, it's, Toronto, you know, but yeah, yeah Nova Scotia, we're right on the East Coast. Um, yeah, I think it, I think it's unique on a broader scale, but um, there's a lot of there's a lot of talent here, and uh, and uh, yeah, man, I'm from like a small town and yeah. on an island in Nova Scotia called Cape Breton Island, mm-hmm. and uh, it's about like seventeen thousand people in the town that I'm from. So mm-hmm. um, currently still live here. So um, yeah, it's, I guess it's, it's kind of different and unique. But there's a lot of there's a lot of great. Uh, different hip-hop artists and, and rappers that have come from out of here so that's dope it's a that's cool dope. Place, man. yeah man that's dope send them my way too man and how like okay so if i because i've been in toronto i love it my I, if if i have it my way i'm gonna probably retire and move there uh oh, how there far, yeah how far is nova scotia from like toronto toronto's what a fresh, a, yeah, about 12 hours 
So how long is uh, Nova Scotia from New York? Um, from Nova Scotia to Toronto? Yeah, well, no, no. I'm sorry. Clear? I said it wrong. I said it wrong. From New York. Excuse me. My fault. Oh, from Nova Scotia to New York? Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, I actually went to New York. I flew to New York. It's a direct flight from our airport here to uh, is it, uh, Newark. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but I, but I uh, to drive to New York probably would take, because we like, I'm about four hours away from New Brunswick, which is like a three-hour drive once you get to New Brunswick to the border that takes you to Maine. Okay. Um, so then, so you go Maine, what's the Maine, New Hampshire, uh, Massachusetts. It's so hard to say. Yeah, just a little, just a little, little trip. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Worry, man. Trip, man I, yeah, I'm sorry. If I left right now, bro, I'd probably be there by tomorrow afternoon. Oh wow! Okay, okay, I got you. I got you. So it's a little trip. Yeah, because I was. I, I want the reason trip. I was asking is because what made like what like who your influences coming out of Nova Scotia, Canada? Who's your influences? You know, that make you want to uh, rap. Good question, man. I think. Uh, well, I, I feel like it isn't always like super like uh, like You know, because when I when I was starting to write and, and record and stuff and, li- and listen to a lot of hip hop, I was I like. The internet was was mainstream at that time. I mean, like, so yeah. I, I I had access to look up any artist that was you know getting popular at the time. So like when I first was really listening to a lot of stuff that wasn't just like the most popular shit. Like when Daftip was like super popular and they could, you know get mixtapes and stuff. But like you know uh, like the whole Kendrick Lamar, Absol, TV mm. things like Max Miller, you yeah. know. Um, uh, with Khalifa, like that was when I was like starting to write, like when these guys were kind of like just coming out and were getting like really popular. Mm, gotcha. Um, so yeah, and I mean, obviously, like I know like Drake is just like the standard Canadian response I was doing <laughs> for a lot of people yeah. were really like. Yeah. But like when I was first, like when I was like seventh grade was when Drake released uh, "Thank You Later." So mm. he was like honestly like when I first started listening to rap, it was like I was an Eminem, Jay Z. And then the next one was Drake because yeah. he was super pop. He was getting super popular, and yeah. you know he just came out. So mm-hmm. I've, been, I've been like following his whole career. So oh, okay. it, it would be kind of crazy to say that he's not uh, an influence on me. But also like you know like Travis Scott and like mm-hmm. a lot of different uh, guys like that. But yeah. I don't know ranges, man. I honestly like everything. Okay, okay. Most so so what's the sound like? How would you describe the sound? Because you kind of know you. Everybody's familiar with the uh, Toronto sound. And like, what would be right. like? What would be like? Uh, you, the sound from your region? How would you describe? Like more, uh, you know, slow vibe, chill wave, uh, conscious. Um, yeah. I think uh, I think actually for like majority of, of Canada, I, I mean, I can only speak for myself and what I the kind of sound that I use. But uh, like my stuff can range, but mostly for me is like I like to. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a big lyrics person. Like, I care. Like, that's what really makes me gravitate towards a song. If I can, like, I I know this person's story that they're telling the song. I don't have to tell a story, but, like, I know that it's just, into, like, it, it's personable to them. Like, nobody can can replicate what that person's talking about because they're, you know, they're they're an individual. And, and you know, that's, mm-hmm. so my, my thing is, like, my, I just, my music is really about whatever happens in my life, but I'm, like, a big... I'm big on songwriting, so um, I, I don't know. I would say like I could do like the boom bap stuff a lot. I have done a lot in my career, but like also like more like, wave sounding, like more modern sounding beats, but with like a very technical 
style as well that also incorporates like you know melodic choruses or something that like could appeal to everybody like i like to get like a singer on the chorus and like you know i do my thing on the verses and and really you know try to make different songs for different demographics and whatnot but for a lot of canada i think the focus is really still on like who can be the the best rapper you know there's a lot of really talented artists out there yeah because because also too because in new york they have the drill sound now and more like that yeah the uk drills picking up big especially on the internet so I don't think, well, I mean, Canada had it because, y'all know, y'all have the, the, I guess, the London influence over there. So I know the Grom sound and all of that. So that's why I would be more like, because I know, like, me even, like, I like Nav. I'm a big Nav fan. So the XO, yeah. like, that sound, I like that sound. So, yeah, no, but uh, also, yeah. too, as far as now with Nova Scotia and that area up there that's a little further out, do artists, like, artists like yourself already has a huge fan base, but I'm very sure you had to work your butt off to get that what uh you know how would the artists tour or how would the artists break out in your region is it like artists independent artists friendly is it like a crab in a barrel uh, city or like you know you just have it a little you know you just work your work your magic i think it's pretty like it's pretty i think it's pretty subjective to the artist i think um there's definitely artists here that have like platinum like in canada that have like platinum or gold records that are like very successful within Canada and they also like I find like a lot of that success in that fan base in Canada but we have those the, the mainstream like the high school kids definitely like also looking to like 6 9 and like you know whoever like that shit exists up here too like there's not too much of a difference as far as like what people are interested in mm-hmm. and uh, as you said like the drill stuff and trap and the new wave like that stuff definitely all exists here and there's artists that a lot of those artists I still think like the bigger ones are from Toronto but um as far as like breaking out, I, I, I believe that, uh, you know, the thing is with like algorithms of Spotify and YouTube and, you know, all these streaming platforms and social media, like mm. an artist can release a song here and it can get super popular and, you know, yeah. somewhere in the States and just catch on like it, it would with an artist in the States, but that's still very capable of happening. Like mm. I know on Spotify, like just because of some playlists I've been on, like most of my listeners right now are, are from the States, but I mean, yeah. I don't know who a lot of them are. Like I have like yeah. more of a core fan yeah. base here for sure. Like the bus I've done, I've done like tours throughout like East coast Canada. And I, I was planning on doing something like this year, like this summer, like who mm-hmm. knows what can happen now with the COVID stuff. But you know, I wanted to go to the West coast, like Calgary and, you know, Vancouver and those cities and stuff and open up a bigger artist out there to grow my audience out there. And you know, yeah. do my thing on the East Coast and then go to Ontario and Quebec. So, like, touring is definitely important here to break out, but, mm. um, like, it would be anywhere, really. It's kind of, like, the same, pretty much the same uh, approach as it would have, as it would be probably where you're at. Um, mm. It is, Canada is a big country, and, uh, you know, yeah, it's, it's just a big, it's like, <laughs> to, to travel anywhere, it's far, yeah. you know, like, the yeah, second man. biggest country in the world as far as land, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, I feel um, you on that. Yeah, because definitely, because, now we're gonna get into season one, the the big project number six on iTunes. Uh, we we had a yeah, bro. Fifty thousand oh, yeah, streams. I sent you the bio, so you, you know the cat. <laughs> yeah, man. So what what inspired that project? Like you know the from the production, from the the lyrics. What what made you just say, you know what? I'm gonna sit here. I'm gonna make a full length album. Well, you know what? With the season one project, so I, I did a series of EPs from fall 2018 till the end of 2019. I released like a bunch of singles and random remixes and 
videos in between and stuff. But the season one project, so that came out in, on September 6th, 2018. And uh, what I was doing for like the whole month of August, like the beginning of that year, I recorded so much music and I didn't really know what I was going to do with it. Mm. So I, I, I shot me and a couple, I have, I have a lot of friends who do video work and stuff. So I got them to shoot like a little snippet of like, I would do like a burst from each of the songs and then I would post a snippet on Instagram and I was doing it every two days for like two weeks. And then, and then my buddy mentioned to me like halfway through it, he's like, you should like take the songs that, uh, people like the most and put them onto a, you know, an EP and maybe they do like a series for it. And I was like, Oh, that'd be crazy. Like the concept of like a Netflix show, like season one, season two, season three. And, uh, and then I put like two songs that I didn't do stuff on that project and, uh, three songs that I, I released like a verse from on uh, social media and then mm -hmm. the full versions out on season one. Yeah. And then I like that formula. So I did it again two months later with a second one. And then, yeah, I feel like I completed the season series now. Now I'm working on a full length for the summer. But that's how it happened. There's a story. <laughs> <laughs> Dope, man. And uh, you self-produce your music or you get beats from, like, different sources? Well, I um, I don't self I don't produce, but uh, the guy, I, I mostly have my stuff produced by the same dude who's, like, a part of my team. So my mm -hmm. team, and like, we're trying, we're building, like, record labels called Young Superstars, mm -hmm. Inc., and, uh, so that's where all my music's released under, but it's like my company. But Sean Lewis, his name, who produces like 95% of my music, he's like the in house producer, and I've been recording with him since 2014. So he yeah. produced, I think he produced every song on that EP but one. Okay, dope. All right, so now uh, I know you're a big touring artist from what I kind of can see. So with uh with the COVID and everything like that, I know we met through just crazy how we met. We just like, yeah. the Spotify playlisting. So is that part of your marketing yeah, strategy to build playlists and to build that following from your own, own self? Uh, I guess self, you know, self playlist. Yeah, well, that's that's what I did. I was just looking at because there was some artists that I uh, have worked with in the past that I saw were like. They curated some of their own playlists, and those playlists were starting to get followers. And I was like, "That's such a good idea because, yeah. you know, the more playlists that you're on that have a get of followers, or just in general, like that, that contributes to uh, your song being placed on Spotify's different like Discover Weeklies and release radars. And it's just like I've watched enough videos on like the Spotify algorithm where it's like they're like, you know, every little follower you get a stream or like how long people listen to your song and I'll count how many playlists you're on. So I was like, damn, I need to make my own playlist and I just put it on that site and that yeah. And yeah, uh they crazy <laughs> and the submissions that come in on that site, bro. It's crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because the so same cool thing with me. I just don't have the time. We yeah, yeah, definitely. I I I really I started doing playlists. I just DJ so much, so I, I can't keep up with it. So I was right. like, I'm not like sitting home just like, all right, let me just do this. But I respect anybody, and I want to say thank you for, you know, putting the record and, you know, we just bought it. And that's what, that's what it's about to artists that's tuning in. Mitchell Bailey, DJ Chase is to tell you right now it's about networking. It's about bartering. It's about showing support back and forth. You feel me? Now, uh, one of my big questions is the COVID-19 track. Now the numbers on that is crazy. The, uh, the 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 press behind it is crazy. What inspired that song? Well, the uh, producer that I just mentioned in there, Sean. He because uh, he also he works in retail as well as, as running his own studio and stuff. So he um, 
he just he's been seeing firsthand like the uh you know the craziness of people being out there and like you know i think it, i think it kind of drives him nuts a little bit so i think he was just making a beat that was kind of like you know describing how he was feeling a kind of that gloomy like down but uh you know he he messaged me he's like man you gotta we gotta do like a COVID song and I, at first i was like yeah yeah i see people doing that but i was like you know what like as an artist i think you know every diff- every perspective is different so i'm entitled to give my two cents on on everything and i think the song the lyrics and the song kind of provide like a little social commentary of things that have happened and also like my point of view on everything but uh, mm-hmm. and how it affects me but that's how it came together and the guy who's on the hook he goes by uh jordan he uh he has had a couple of, like big records here on the radio. That's the singer, Canada, correct? So that's the guy that's sing, the- that's the guy that's singing on the hook, right? Yeah, he has a song called uh, like if you go on a Spotify, it has like a million streams or something. But like when I like even like when I was young, like he had this, he had a couple of hit songs around the radio here in Canada. So it was cool to get him on the phone, and he's also from Nova Scotia too. So mm. it was dope. But uh, as far as like the, the press picking it up and stuff, like in, over the last few years, like I've done enough things like where, like, the local newspaper and, like, the radio and all these people, like, they'll pick it up so now I kind of have a couple contacts in my phone whenever I do something that I'm like, this is this is worth a story that, like, the general public could be interested in. I'll hit them up and be like, yo, man, I got this new song. Yeah. Uh, you want to <laughs> yeah. do an article on it? Because it's good, too, man. If you take a picture of, of even the newspaper and you post it up, people are like, oh, that's crazy. And they yeah, go, yeah, that's, what's up. So that's what's like, up. Yeah. It's good marketing. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And I want to ask you before we get out of here, uh, you want to, you want to, uh, indie versus major. You want to stay independent? Or do you want to go major? You just say anything. Is that what you said? No, no. I said, do you want to uh, stay independent or you want to go uh, get signed to a record company? Well, a big record company. Oh, that's a big crucial question. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, man. And I, it's, it's interesting that you would ask that because I did an interview yesterday. It came out uh, where I talked about that. Um, I think it all just depends on on the situation, you know, because there's a lot of artists that definitely you see on social media complaining about their label situation, like they didn't know what they were getting into when they first signed. But then there's also artists that you know are signed to a label that have had a lot of success that you never see them complain, you know. So I think it just depends on if the deal makes sense for what you want. Because the thing is, I believe, like, labels now, because artists can make themselves pop in themselves by just on on social media, you know what I mean? Like, mm. and labels, and because of that, labels won't probably reach out until they see you've already got, like, some independent success. So it's like, the label needs to be able to offer something that you can't already bring for to yourself. the table yourself or already have, you know? Yeah, 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 definitely, man. All right. And, and, one... and the independent <laughs> grind is dope, though. Yeah, 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 I feel you, I feel you. And have you been seeing the rewards from that? Like, do you see the the the, mon- the financial rewards from that? From being independent? Yeah. Do you see a lot of the reward? I, I see things start to progress, definitely. I mean, like you said, man, like, it's a lot of work, you know? And I've been doing this since uh, 2013 when I was 15, you know? So yeah. um, a lot of learning curves over the time, like money that you got to invest that just because of the opportunity that can lead to more people to, like, make money. Because you got to be kind of crazy to do, to do this but you gotta like yeah. also you know you gotta love it so it, you know every every little victory is uh, mm-hmm. 
it just feels so good. But uh, I think things are starting to, to pick up now, definitely, man, and it's, it's exciting. Yeah, man. Well, like I said, Mitchell Bailey, I want to say thank you for calling in. We're going to do this again, so don't worry. We got a, we got a whole... I'm, 100%, you know, bro. You're going to do this again, man. Give the people your uh, social media, everybody that's tuning on the podcast. Once again, this is uh, Mitchell Bailey from Glacier Bay, uh, Nova Scotia. So, yeah, give your social media, give all that good stuff so they can find you. Yes, uh, so at Mitchell Bailey 7 on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, just Mitchell Bailey Official. If you look that up, you'll find me on my artist page. You know, just search on Spotify, Mitchell Bailey. Search on Apple Music, Mitchell Bailey. Search on YouTube, Mitchell Bailey. That's straightforward. It's my government name. It's my artist name. So, <laughs> pretty easy. There you go. There you go, man. Thank y'all. It's the Rush Hour Party Mix right here on Connecticut. It's on Smack'em Radio. The pregame party mix on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Audio Mac, and Miss Cloud, and DJChaseDigital.com. Don't forget. Yeah, man. Mitchell Bain in the building. Yeah.